sometimes we have to do that. Sometimes we have to prioritise. We have to think about what is most important. What do we need to deliver on? And for those of you that know me well, know that I'm a stickler for planning. And I thought I had it all buttoned up. And then it was just like, I found myself getting really stressed. And I just thought something's got to drop. Hi, my name's Tara Humphrey and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast, where I will be sharing interviews and insights from the field of healthcare. The Business of Healthcare podcast is brought to you by THC Primary Care, where we provide operations and project management to primary care networks. If you are a clinical director or a practice manager and your to-do list is growing by the minute and you could do with an extra pair of hands to support you to roll out your network-based contracts and projects, I would love to help you. We also provide consultancy and coaching advice to healthcare business owners and clinical leads looking to take the next step in their career or their business. Come and check us out at www.thcprimarycare.co.uk. Hey, and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. So in today's podcast, I wanted to talk about comparison fear of missing out and like the pressure to contribute because this has come up a lot for me this week. I'm not going to provide you with any answers. I'm just going to share my experiences and also the experiences of other people and hopefully it will give you some food for thought. So actually let's, yeah, let's start with comparison. So Even the most confident people I think have had stages where you are looking at your peers and you're thinking, they're doing this, I'm not doing that, they know X, I don't know that. And I think it's a really natural emotion and it can also be a really horrible emotion. It can be, it can really create self-doubt, like everyone around me seems to be living loving life and I'm struggling and why are they doing things that I don't know how to do and so I spoke to my friend Lisa about this and she said to me the only person you should be comparing yourself is against yourself and you know like it's so true it is pointless me comparing myself against another leader that has got 30 years of experience in x y and z I don't have that. I have a different set of experience. And I always say, and I need to remember, you know, like different is better than better. And we all have something to bring to the table. We all have value. And I think this week for me, from being really honest, I had to check myself and I got quite upset thinking everyone else is better than me. I'm so crap. Why don't I know this stuff? And then luckily, my friend Lisa helped pull me out of that hole. So I think it is important that we share these things. I think it's important. And I, with this podcast, I create the content that I like to receive. 
So that's why I share in this way. So that comparison, we just need to compare ourselves to ourselves and where we provide the primary care network managers accelerator program it came up for somebody else that was a recent PCN manager and you know when it's not yourself it's easy to give the advice so a new network manager that doesn't come from the field of general practice was saying I feel like I should be doing this or they're doing that and I don't know my job and it was like you know six months ago you were working in a completely different industry and you're comparing against yourself against other managers that have been doing the job for two years and if you knew what I knew they're struggling as well so lots of us do it it's okay and we just have to remember we have to be confident in our ability and not in comparison to others and I had to check myself this week and that's why I'm sharing it with you I think this also comes up with You know, like other departments, other organisations, other businesses, they're doing this. And the thing is, if it catches you on the right day, it's very inspiring and motivating. If that thought catches you on the wrong day, again, it can be really crap. And you're thinking, why are we not doing this? Why are they sharing this on social media? They look like they're amazing. We're not amazing. We're not doing that. And again, we have to stop ourselves. You have to compare yourself to yourselves be inspired by other people don't compare yourself okay so that's that one okay the next thing (laughs) this is like my own therapy the fear of missing out I should have been at a conference today and the day before on the Wednesday and the Thursday and I'm not there I'm in my office and I really struggled with this this conference had been in the diary for ages but my workload leading up to the conference was just building up building up building up and I could have gone to the conference and not been present and just spent you know every kind of down moment on my phone and I could have caught up with the work at the weekend and lots of my peers were going and I can see in the WhatsApp group, you know, everyone's having a fab time and meeting up and it just looks so much fun. But I made the decision. I had to prioritise. I'm not catching up at the weekend. I'm not working at the weekend. My client work is priority. I have to deliver on my priorities. I have to deliver on the promises and the commitments I said I was going to do. And I need space for me and my family. And going to that conference at this moment in time would have put pressure on those other things. And I had to weigh up how important is this conference based on my other priorities. And it was the last, you know, like it, it wasn't a priority. It would have been a lovely, it would have been a nice to have to finally meet some of my peers that I've been communicating with and even working with for over the past two years virtually. It would have been lovely to see them, but it wasn't the priority. And I really struggled with that decision. It doesn't sound like a big decision, but it was to me. Book the hotel, all of that jazz. And it was like, I'm not going. Sometimes we have to do that. Sometimes we have to prioritise. We have to think about what is most important. What do we need to deliver on? And for those of you that know me well, know that I'm a stickler for planning. And I thought I had it all buttoned up. And then it was just like, I found myself getting really stressed. Something's got to drop. And it's a conference. And 
the Wednesday when everyone was there and I was in my office with no meetings. Oh, it was amazing. It was so good. Felt like I was hiding. And the quality of my work, because I really had time to think about it, was excellent. It really, really was. And I'm so glad I do not regret that decision. And today I've done my work, I've done my priorities. And then I thought, do you know what? I've got half an hour, I can record this podcast. So so that fear of missing out, that kind of lovely peer pressure, like you're going to be there, you're going to be there, see there, we can do this, you can do that. Really wanted to come, but it wasn't a priority. And I have to remember that with the best planning in the world, sometimes you then have to kind of take a step back and think, actually, I need to rejig this. And I have to put my clients and my family, I'm not working at the weekend, I worked last weekend. <laughs> I'm not getting into that habit of increasing my capacity, my work capacity and reducing my family time. I'm, I'm not doing that. I did that for ages. I'm not doing that anymore. And then lastly, I think it's going to be lastly, is that pressure to contribute. And what I mean by that is when I opened my email this morning, and this isn't a criticism, but there were lots of asks of myself and my clients around what are we doing to solve or address X, Y and Z or progress X, Y and Z. And one of my clients, as she was a clinical director, said, you know, like so and so is on my back about this. <laughs> really, What are we doing? What are we doing? We need to do something. We need to be seen to be doing something. And that pressure to respond to everybody else alongside you know, your patients, your other commitments that you've already signed up to is, is real. So it is a pleasure to be bringing the Business of Healthcare podcast in partnership with DKMS UK. DKMS are a blood cancer charity on a mission to find a blood stem cell match for everyone who needs it. I am proud to share that I am an ambassador for DKMS UK and my particular interest in partnering with them is that as it stands, fewer than 3% of patients from a black or mixed ethnic background are on the stem cell blood registry. We need more people to sign up to the registry and more people to spread the message. So I hope you will join me in doing so. To sign up to the registry, please visit www.dkms.org.uk to get involved. And that's what causes burnout. You're trying to do the best that you can do all of the time. And there is a pressure to contribute and be seen to be doing things to support the cause. And it kind of goes back to my previous point around prioritising and saying no. And not there's a difference between if you don't say no, you let things drop. And there's a difference. You see that you, you say yes to everything. You don't have enough time. You get stressed and then mistakes happen and you forget to do things and you let those things drop. Or you can really intentionally say, I'm going to do X and this is the plan to address X. And I'm going to say, unfortunately, at this moment in time, myself, my network, my team are focused on these 15 priorities. And we can't do the other things at this moment in time. It's not because I don't care, but we are at capacity. 
And it's so hard to say it. But when you do say it, it's freeing. It is lovely. It really, really is. No, if I say no to you, I don't do that lightly. I really don't. Nobody does. We all beat ourselves up and think, oh, my God, how does that make me look? Am I a cow? Should I just do it? You know, like, don't worry about, sorry, kids, sorry, husband, <laughs> like, sorry, friends, sorry, life. I need to do X, Y and Z. We have to become, I don't know if the word is better at saying no. We just have to do it more. Maybe it is becoming better. Yeah, we have to become better at saying no, not feeling bad about it. I go on about this all the time and I am a working progress. Some things are easy to say no to. It's like, <laughs> no. Other things, it is harder to but we must, we must focus. And one thing that's helped me with this, alongside my friend Lisa helping me with a comparison piece, is I've been working with a leadership coach called Alice, and she provides coaching to all members of my team at THC Primary Care, which is really cool. And I was talking to her about the sort of leader I want to be. And that's kind of why I've engaged with her. It's like, how do I become a better leader in my organisation and also for my clients? And it's, you know, it's a lot around mindset and a lot about how I show up and support my team and transferring what I, the frameworks I use to other people. And we've come up with our own framework, which I'd like to share with you. And so using the acronym, so to the THC stands for Tara Humphrey Consulting. And then what we've done, we've taken the acronym, so we've taken the THC and created, we're starting to create our own leadership thought process framework. So the T, which is for Tara, is now for thought. What are the thoughts and feelings I have around, for example, me feeling inadequate <laughs> against another a colleague, you know, look, I'm comparing myself to a colleague. What are the thoughts and feelings? What is fact? What stories am I creating? And you can either write it down or you can just talk to yourself or talk to a friend, talk to a colleague. But what are the thoughts and feelings I have about this? And what meaning am I bringing to these thoughts? So you write that down, you self-coach yourself through that. The H, which is for Humphrey, is now for hope. What do I hope to happen? What will I hope will change? How do I hope to feel? And then you write that down. And the C, which is for consulting, is now for commitment. So thinking about the thoughts, thinking about my hopes, what am I going to commit to that I am in control of? And then you'll write that down. So you can see how, so a perfect example, which I've already shared with you is the thought of feeling stressed and overwhelmed about delivering on my work if I took two days out of the business to go to a conference. You know, I could argue the for and against, but it kept coming back to I don't have enough time to deliver on the things I said I was going to deliver if I went to this conference. The hope is I want to get my work done and I want to feel really good about it. <laughs> That's what I hope. I just want to go back to, I, I hope, I just want to feel lighter, you know. And then the C is what can I commit to doing? And I can cancel 
the conference. That is within my gift. It's within my control. I'm going to let go of that fear of missing out. There will be more and more and more opportunities to show my face in person as time goes on. I'm not missing out on opportunities. In fact, I'm creating more opportunities because my clients will love us because they can see that we are prioritising them and then they will tell their friends and they will tell other colleagues. So I can commit to shifting my mindset around this and actually seeing it as a positive. And then the other commitment I can do is really, really look at my workload next time I agree to go to a conference. And I can talk to my um, assistant Valentina around how we manage this. I can leave the business. There is not, it's not that it's built in the wrong way. It was just, I had some big things to do, which I underestimated. So that's a framework and that may be helpful to you or you can create your own little mental model. And there are loads out there, but I feel like THC, I will remember because it's my, the name of my business. And I've shared that framework with the team And when they're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, it's for them to think it through, write it down, reflect, talk to yourself, talk yourself through it and then come to me. Let's have a discussion. Let's see if if there's things I can do to support you. Let's see what that is. I hope that helps. And that's the power of, you know, a really good coach in helping you to create your own tools to help you address to help you address some of the challenges that are inevitably going to come up, make them your own. So I would love to hear if whether you felt that THC framework was helpful. Do you feel like you could use it? Has it inspired you to create your own? And yeah, hit us up on social, THC Primary Care on Twitter and Instagram. And you can come and find me at Tara Humphrey on LinkedIn. I really would love some feedback on this episode and I'll catch you in the next one. so much for joining us if you like what you hear I would absolutely love it if you left us an iTunes rating and five star review I know many of you give us a shout out on social media which is lovely to see you guys listening to the podcast so please come and find us on Twitter at THC Primary Care on Instagram at THC Primary Care and on LinkedIn just look for Tara Humphrey and if you're not subscribed to our newsletter please do it's really really funny you get to hear more insights more confessions some tips and tools and a roundup of our activity over the week so click on join the newsletter in the show notes and I will see you in the next episode.